Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. How are we doing? <laughs> like, really, how are you doing? I think sometimes we are asked that question, right? We're probably asked it numerous times a day. I don't know about you, but, you know, I get it probably in every school I'm in, every classroom, right? Almost every interaction we have with at least an adult typically starts with some form of how are you? But did you ever really stop and think, like, how am I really? Right? I think oftentimes we give the, like, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm fine, right? Those responses. But how are you really? So please know, when I ask that here on the podcast, I really want to know. I'm really asking you to dive deep, gain some awareness to how are you doing. And then if it's not in alignment to you, that is your, like, just your signal, right? That awareness of where you're at and where you want to go. So no, this is not what we're talking about today, but you guys know I kind of just turn on the mic and start talking and this is what is coming out. So we do have a topic. I promise I will get to that in just a moment, but I did not want to pass over, you know, how important it is to gain awareness in how you're feeling. And and this really does tie into our topic today, which is going to be all about summer and how do we take back our summer? How do we stay in control of our summer? How do we love our summer? And because I know as educators, that can be really difficult (laughs) Um, because of just some undue pressure. I think we tend to put on ourselves, but I am getting ahead of myself there. Um, But we're going to talk all about that. But without knowing how we feel in any season, in any hour, in any day, in anything, if I don't know how I feel, then I don't know if it aligns to me, right? If the actions I'm taking align to how I want to feel or what I desire, or if they're leading me away from it. And and neither is right or wrong, but it's more about what is in alignment to myself and what is serving me. And if I'm going the other direction, well, then I get to stay in control and pause and say, hang on a second, it's time to pause so I can get back going in the in the direction that I desire, that's leading me to what I desire most. And we do that when we are open and honest about how we're feeling. So my initial challenge for you today, we're going to kick it off, right? Two minutes in and I got a challenge for you. I want you to honestly answer, answer honestly. When someone, the next person that asks you, how are you? I want you to, on, <laughs> oh my God, I cannot talk. Answer honestly. And you don't have to go into some big like drawn out thing, right? You don't have to like share your life story with them. But if you're tired, if you, if something's just like bringing it down, if you're not sure, if you are excited about something, like I want you to share it. And I want you to get comfortable sharing it because the more that we are open and honest about how we are feeling, we start and continue to take those action steps heading in the path that we desire most. Okay, so again, real kind of quick tangent this morning um, as I'm recording this, but that's okay, right? That's, That's what is coming up, so that's what is meant to be shared. But what are we talking about today? Well, we are talking about summer. And for those of you lucky ducks that are listening that are on summer vacation already, I'm going to be joining you in about a week and a half. (laughs) But it's okay. Even if you're on summer vacation right now, 
Maybe you're not on summer vacation yet. It is okay. This episode, yes, I'm going to be using the example of summer um, and how do I stay in control of, you know, summer or of these larger kind of constructs of time. I also want you to know that you can absolutely use the steps we're going to talk about today for weekends, for days off of school, for breaks from school. Like the it's so applicable and once you get it, it it becomes your lifestyle and it becomes a way or at least it did for me that I just look at time in general. So I titled this Taking Back Your Summer, um, and it honestly came, this this topic came as a listener request or a follower request, I should say. I'm going to share more about that in a little bit, but please know if there is something you want to learn more about on the podcast, you want me to go into a deeper dive, maybe it's something I touch on, you know, in an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a reel or, or what have you, and you're like, I would love for you to dive deeper into that, please know you can always reach out. You can either email me at lindsay.titus at gmail.com or just head on over to whatever social media platform you follow me on and send me a DM and let me know. That is exactly where this episode is coming from. So if there's something that I can share, if there's something I can go deeper on to help you, by all means, please reach out. So we're going to talk about summer because we know, right, as teachers, as educators, and those of you that may be new to the show, I, yeah, I said I am still in school, right? I am a behavior specialist at uh, for a K-12 district. I currently work in four of our 10 schools. Um, so I'm still in it. I am living it, breathing it, right? And I am, I'm going to be on summer vacation in, again, about two weeks. Um, and I'm using these tips. These are the tips and steps that I have used for the last few years, and I'm hoping you find them helpful too. So we know, right, that as summer approaches, or maybe you're on it yourself, Summer can provide this valuable opportunity for us, right? We can we have this opportunity for some growth, right? Maybe personal and professional, maybe some, you know, relaxation and rejuvenation, and maybe some time, maybe some added time, right? That's the big one. But yet the so often, right? I hear from so many people, I I wish I had a number for you, but when I go back and we go back in September, I I don't even want to try and guess, but it is a high percentage of the people that when I'm like, hey, how are you doing? The number one response I am going to get is, I wish I had more time over the summer, or I just felt like summer got started and now we're back. And I hear that all the time with weekends and breaks from school too. And so part of my mission is to help you not feel that way, right? Part of my mission with these steps is that you can take back control of each and every day so that you are no longer longing for something in the future, yet you are living and loving everything you're doing today. Because at the end of the day, you get to decide what this looks like. The best and sometimes, yes, hardest part is that you get to decide. It is in your corner or court, on your court, no, in your corner, that's it. And so, you know, for fun, we're going to, I'm going to kind of glance over something quick and then I'm going to get into my tips. But I, I asked um, ChatGBT, yes, I have had fun experimenting with it because I just think it's fun. I like to see what, you know, what's the new thing. And so I literally threw in there five ways to make the most out of your summer as a teacher, right? And I think you could Google this too. I probably did back in the day, like no joke. 
before I learned all this, before I started teaching it and became, you know, a mindset and behavior coach, I would Google the heck out of all the things. How do I live stress-free as a teacher? How do I handle behavior in my classroom as a teacher? How do I have fun over the summer as a teacher? Like I used to Google everything. And so I did that. And these are the five things that came up and they're not surprising, right? Like reflect and recharge. Okay. That makes sense, right? Pursue professional development. Okay. Got it. Collaborate and network. Amazing, right? So important. Develop and revise curriculum. Okay. That kind of goes along with the professional development and then engage in personal learning, right? So whether it's read or do, you know, things that you personally want to grow and learn with. And those, again, those aren't wrong, right? Like those make a lot of sense. But when we look at those, something is missing or my, my, what I want to, you know, just share with you today or convey with you today is that something is missing. And the something that's missing is you, (laughs) right? The way to take back your summer, it comes down to knowing yourself, where you are today, as well as where you wanna be at the end of summer or as we transition into the school year. And so I had mentioned that a fellow follower reached out. She asked for suggestions for planning summer break. I just wanna kinda give you the context to where we're gonna go next in the episode. So this teacher is moving grade levels. She has some training kinda sprinkled throughout the summer as I think many of us probably do, right? But her major worry was that All she's going to do is what she's done in the past, which has become kind of paralyzed from overwhelm and not resting, even though that's always her goal is to kind of rest, get ready for, you know, the new year. And yet she gets kind of stuck, right? We get stuck in this sense of overwhelm of maybe what's the right decision to take? What's the right move to make today? And I don't know about you, but I've totally been there (laughs) for many, many, many years. Not just during summer break. I've done it over the weekends. I've done it over breaks, right? Where I I can't actually feel like I can ever take off that teacher hat because it's just such an ingrained part of me. Well, that was old Lindsay, right? And this is new Lindsay. And new Lindsay lives a blended lifestyle where, yes, I am a teacher, a behavior specialist. But I'm also a business owner. I'm also a mom and a wife and a friend. But among all those, the number one role that I serve is I am me and you are you. And so when we think about how do we take back control of summer, it's really taking back control of our time. And so we're going to dive into that and I'm going to share some ways that you can take back control because it's knowing yourself and it's knowing where you want to be. And I mentioned, right, you can go to ChatGPT, you can go to Google, you can go to these places but they're not, they don't have you. They don't have what's going to work for you because it's not tailored to you. Only you can do that. So today, the strategies we're going to talk about, they are a little different because they're more reflective based. We're going to go a little bit deeper than, you know, the five I just mentioned, and that's okay. That is how we define and create a summer that you are both excited about now, but also you get excited about the upcoming transition back into school in August or September, whenever that is for you. So are you ready? All right, let's dive in. So the first thing I want you to do is stop looking at summer as the traditional summer. We're going to redefine summer. (laughs) And honestly, I've learned to do this for breaks the same way too. I think as teachers or educators, we put so much power and pressure over the summer, right? I almost think we look at it like it's the time to the, it's going to be the be all end all cure to all the problems that we had during the year. These two months, these eight weeks or however long yours is, 
is going to solve all the world's problems so that you're going to go back in September. That's when I go back. And and everything is going to be fabulous. <laughs> everything is going to be fabulous in September. But it's not because we're going to cure ourselves of any problem. Because problems aren't meant to be cured. They're meant to be understood. We're meant to learn the lesson from them. And we're meant to understand them so they can help us move forward and change the action steps that we're taking. And so this concept that if I rest enough this summer then next year is going to be great. We have to redefine that. We've got to rework that because we're just setting ourselves up for for being let down. Like we're putting, again, so much pressure on ourselves to create this magical summer when really the magic is in the ordinary moments that are creating our extraordinary lives, okay? I believe that wholeheartedly. That is how I live my life. And that is, you know, one of my goals is to teach you on how to do that as well. And so summer, again, is great. It's going to be amazing and it's going to help us until it doesn't, right? Until a problem surfaces that is bigger than we are ready for or that maybe we have the knowledge on how to handle. And the, the difference too is that by just assuming, right, we can rest enough and we'll be okay, we aren't actually changing any of our habits. And so we, what we end up doing, and I say we, really this is coming from my own experience, is that we try and pour so much into our cup over the summer, hoping that that cup is going to stay full during the school year. (laughs) And my friends, I'm here to tell you, if you haven't heard it yet, hope is not a strategy. But you know what is? Changing our thoughts, changing our language, changing our actions, changing our habits, setting deeper boundaries, setting deeper standards. Those we can take back. Those we can, you know, change and have the momentum moving forward. So my first tip for you to take back your summer is not think of it as summer. (laughs) I know, I told you, we're going to go a little bit different here. Or at least I want you to stop putting that undue pressure on on what summer should be. You knew Shouldville had to pop up at some point, right? And so one way to do this is what I call the triangle activity. So I want you to grab a sheet of paper, put a triangle on the paper, a big triangle, take the whole sheet, put a big triangle and write the word summer in the middle. Or if you are an artist, draw a picture of what summer represents for you. At the top, the top point, I want you to write the words feels like. At the bottom right, I want you to write looks like. And then bottom left, you're going to write sounds like. And then I want you to spend some time visualizing and thinking about what you want your summer to look like. This summer specifically. doesn't matter if it's already started. From, From the moment you listen to this till the, you know, quote unquote end. I don't know. I don't love using that word, but you know what I mean, the end of summer, the transition into into school, think about it. Don't write anything down yet. Put the paper down, put the pencil down, just close your eyes and visualize. When you get to that transition of your new school year, and again, notice I'm, I'm trying not to say the end of summer, but I'll explain more on that in a minute. You know, how do you want the last six to eight weeks to have felt? How do you want them to have sounded like? How do you want them to have looked like? And I want you to spend some time on this. Like, do, don't do this in 10 seconds. Give yourself a few minutes and then give yourself a break. Walk away. Go do some other things and then return to it and add or change anything. Remember, nothing is ever final. That's the beauty of this work. So we get to keep, once you've done this, you get to keep that triangle front and center. And it's going to really be your guide for the summer. But you can make changes whenever you want because it's your triangle. It's your summer. So, okay, so let's go, let's, let's go back real quick to why not saying the end of summer. Well, and I think it's, it's actually a pretty easy concept because if I say right now, think of the end of summer, what comes to mind, right? Again, I already mentioned, usually it's thoughts like it wasn't long enough. 
I don't want it to end. Um, it's going to come before I know it, right? Those aren't aligned with taking back your summer and enjoying each moment as it comes. So we're not talking about the end. We can talk about transitioning into something different. We're transitioning into a new definition of what present day living is going to look like, sound like, and feel like for you. Okay, make sense? All right, so that's tip number one. Define your summer. All right, once we have that, we are on to tip number two. And tip number two is all about time. I told you we were going to time. And we're going to trust and honor and believe, whatever word works for you, that time is expansive. It is not limited. All right, we are going to ditch the scarcity mindset behind. We are not running out of time. We are never going to run out of time. We are never going to fall behind. We are always exactly where we are meant to be for the lessons that we are ready to learn. We are not running out of time. We are enjoying our time, right? So as each day passes, it's not one less day to enjoy. And yet that's what happens when we think about the end of something. It's also what happens. It's why I don't love countdowns because it's what happens when we do a countdown. We think about you know, we're thinking about the the future end versus how do I enjoy today to the fullest? And if you aren't enjoying life every day of the year, or again, most days of the year, it's time for an overhaul, right? But maybe (laughs) that might be too much to add into this episode. Maybe that's a separate episode. It's actually just kind of what Define You is all about, if, if, if we're being real, right? Everything that I aim to produce is all about How do you define your life so you fall in love with the ordinary moments and you're not waiting for these like crazy things to happen so you can like be happy and celebrate? No, I want you to wake up with a smile on your face because you love being you and you love living life on your terms according to your definitions. And yes, it's possible because I do it every day. Again, most days. Um, but it is possible and it's, I, I teach what I've learned and what I've, you know, experienced. And so if you're ever looking for more info on that, please don't hesitate to reach out. All right, but let's go back to time. By rewriting the narrative that we speak when it comes to time, it helps us to stay present in each and every moment. And so I don't really need to go into a ton of detail here, but you know, I like to think of time that it's expansive and it's not based on, on, you know, seconds and, or minutes. It's more about feeling like, how do I feel? Because here's the thing, have you ever had a minute that lasted forever? (laughs) You know, that last minute before the bell rings, that one student that is like in a standstill with you and it's really been like 30 seconds, it feels like forever, right? But what about an experience where like an hour flew by, right? We've all been there. Time is based on what we are doing and how we are feeling in the experience. And it has less to do with the actual numbers. So remember, when your mind starts to tell you that you're running out of time, use this, use the affirmation, time is expansive. And if you want to take it further, say time is expansive and there is always enough time to do all the things I desire and that align to me. But it's this belief and this this just understanding that time is abundant. Time is expansive. Time is in your favor. Time is not scarce. Time is not running out and time is not limited. And so those first two tips by redefining summer and then redefining our understanding of time, hopefully it already feels a little bit different that you are in control now of what you are doing. And so that brings us to step three or tip three, really. Fill your summer 80% with tasks that align to you and your values. Now, Of course, when I say like 80%, I'm just meaning a majority, okay? I don't want you to actually like go statistical on me here, but just the majority of your time should align to you and your values. Now, if you have not done a values activity before, I urge you to, I, I honestly love using the Brene Brown one. So if you Google 
Brene Brown values activity, it pops up for you. It's super simple, does not take a lot of time, but it will help you know just what do you value most, right? When you think about summer, when you think about your actions, what do you value? Because at the end of the day, between your triangle, right, which is gonna define what your summer sounds like, looks like, and feels like, and the things that you value most, actions that you're gonna take, again, about 80% of the time are gonna align to you. And I don't aim for 100 because there's gonna be things that pop up that maybe you don't necessarily like want to do or it's not part of your summer. Like for me, I'm thinking like if my daughter gets sick, going to the doctors for an hour or two, it's not like in my ideal summer. That is not what I define my summer as, but I'm going to do it <laughs> because it's important, right? It does, I guess, I guess if I was going to argue, it does fall in a value of, you know, family and prioritizing health. But but at the end of the day, it's not like when I envision my summer, that's not what I see. But it's gonna, I'm going to do it, right? And so that's what I mean by not aiming for 100 because there's going to be things that pop up that, that we just do, <laughs> right? We've got to live our lives. And so <clears throat> I want that to be a small amount though because the majority of your time, the, the majority of the way that you're spending your time should be as you want to spend it. But without knowing the definition of what you want, and what you desire, we're gonna very quickly do the things that we think we should do or that as the follower shared originally that we become paralyzed in doing what we've always done. So before we can change our actions, we've gotta change the beliefs and the thoughts, the language that we are thinking and feeling and speaking so that our actions change. And that comes with redefining, again, for this topic, our summer and also understanding time through a different capacity. Okay, so those are really my overall three tips. Redefine summer, redefine your time, and then align 80% or more of your actions to your new definition and your values. But before we close out the episode, I want to also share some day-to-day tips with you. What what might this look like, right? If you're like, okay, Lindsay, that makes sense. But like just in a given day, what does this look like? So here are some things to consider. I want you to focus on internal well-being. Yes, I want you to pour into yourself. This is not anything you haven't heard before. But remember, summer is a really great time to create and establish new habits. Well, in order to create and establish new habits, again, we have to take new action. And when we make action from the outside in, that is why resolutions don't tend to stick because we try and change our environment over changing the beliefs that we hold within ourselves. So when I talk about internal well-being, I want you to think of the things that you are consuming that are impacting you internally. So what are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you watching, right? What are you eating and drinking? What social media are you consuming? How much sleep are you getting, right? All of those things that you are consuming affect you internally. And so by monitoring the external, we know how we're how it's impacting us. And then we get to break down those, the thoughts and the beliefs and the language and all of those pieces so we can start to redefine our habits and our standards that we're setting for ourselves, which moves us into number two. Analyze your current habits and routines and do a tune-up, right? Maybe you want to reset your morning routine. Maybe you want to create a habit for skincare routine, right? This is a really great time to determine what habit do I want to start and start with one or two, right? And how do we know which one to pick? Well, that's that's really on you. But again, where are you now? Where do you envision yourself in the future, right? In September, what does that person look like, sound like, feel like? And what are the habits that are going to get you there? And then you determine what habits am I missing now and which ones am I ready to grow? It's a beautiful system, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> 
All right, number three, create intentions for the day and for the week. What are your must-do actions on your schedule that align to you, right, and where you want to go? And then how are you, and then how will you spend your time making sure that you're aligning it to that triangle and the values? Can you see why we're putting so much emphasis on the triangle? Because that's your definition of what you want out of this summer. That is how we don't fall back into the rut of doing what we've always done. That is going to be your guide. And if things then change, you can change your triangle. It's as simple as that. Number four, schedule the things that you want. I'm going to say it again. Schedule the things that you want. Do not wait for chance to happen. If you want to do something this summer, schedule it and make it happen. <laughs> it's, it really is. I know it sounds so simple, but I think we drag our feet so often. Like I'll just, I'll do it next week. I'll do it in two weeks. Guys, don't save anything for later. Right. Yes, there's going to be things that we schedule in the future, but that's different because you've scheduled it. You've made it happen. Take that commitment factor up a level. If it's something that you want, do not save it for later because later doesn't come. The moment that we have or later comes, but we're not. It's not. It's a different mindset. The, the control we have is now. So if I want something, here's a really simple example. I was asking Kaylee. Um, we have a cup in, in a few weeks. Um, it's Kaylee and I are going to have some time together. I asked her, I go, what is, you know, what would you like to do? And she said, could we do like a spa day at the house? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I am all in for that. So you better believe I went to the calendar. I put it on our calendar and then on our Target and Wegmans list, our grocery list for the week, I went and I put some of the things that I know we're going to need to pick up because I don't want to get to that, that day in about in like three weeks and we don't have the materials for it. I've scheduled it. I've added things to my list. Even though it does not happening for a few weeks, I am getting the ball rolling because I'm not saving anything for later. What can I do with what I want right now? Okay. And then keep an ongoing brain dump list. You guys, if you followed me for any length of time, you know I do not do to-do lists. I love brain dump lists. Um, I will explain the difference um, in another episode if you would like. But on my website, and I'll actually link it in the show notes too, I do have a brain dump summer edition packet. Um, that's just a few different worksheets. That's so helpful for this because it's categorized into different areas. And I just, the way I use this is I just have it out. And so as I'm going through my day and something pops up that I maybe want to do or want to consider, I throw it on the list. That's that's something too that you're, you're not do, saving it for later. You're doing something with the information that came to you. And then decide, is this something that I really want to do, needs to be done, needs to be done by me, right? You get to go through that process. But having a system for where you document it all helps you because then you're not trying to find, you know, what notebook did I write it in? Did I put it in my phone? Did I put it in here? Did I put it in there? You have it where you want it or where you need it. Okay, so we are coming to an end. (laughs) The last thing I'm going to offer you this is keep your mind open to possibility, and what you feel called to do each day, right? I've stopped living in the all or nothing category a really long time ago. And, you know, the whole like, I'm not going to think about work this this weekend or I'm not going to think about work this summer. Like, that just doesn't work for me. I love what I do. And so I think about work quite often. But what I am able to do is I'm able to compartmentalize. So when I leave work for the day, and this is this is my behavior specialist job as well as my define you job. When I leave that work, I'm able to leave it. Even if it's unfinished, even if it's, you know, still like in process, I'm able to let go so that I can then go be where I need to be next, whether it's with my kids, with my family, by myself, whatever it might be. And so I don't live in that, like I'm not going to do any work because I love what I do, but I put 
time and an energy really into it when it's needed and then I can step away and that skill is huge um but so you know I'll again I'll set that time frame I'll keep to that boundary and I get things done right but stay open to your triangle stay open to your definition and doing the things that feel called for you so I, I want to just share that, of course, if this is something that you'd like to work through at a more individual or personalized level, that is what one-on-one coaching is designed for. And the way that I run one-on-one coaching is, I think, a little bit different. It might not be, but it's the, the length is really up to you. I've had some clients where we do one call, and that is it. We set up a system. We go through it all and that is it. And I have other clients that I see them every two weeks and I've been seeing them and we just, you know, we have ongoing goals and we have ongoing learning opportunities and there's really anything in between. And so if you are, you know, looking to take a challenge that you're having, that you're experiencing and you want help coming up with a game plan to help you execute that plan each week, that is what I do as a mindset and behavior coach. So if it's something that you're interested in, again, just send me an email, lindsay.titus at gmail.com or email me or email, DM me on any social media platform. All right, you guys, that's it. This ended up being a longer episode than I planned on, but that's okay. I truly appreciate you for tuning in. Um, And now I want you to get out there and I want you to take back your summer. I'm going to be joining you on the 24th when my summer officially begins. And that is yes in quotes because I take back every day of my life now because I'm not waiting for summer. I'm not waiting for something to happen. I'm making it happen today by the mindset that I hold, the thoughts that I'm having, the language I'm using, and the actions that I'm taking. But until then, until we touch base again, I want you to keep on loving who you are, trusting in who you are, owning who you are, as those help you define who you are each and every day. All right, you guys, get out there, live your best life, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.